Probably someone summarized his idea and attributed it to him as a quote, which now raises a really big question for me. How many quotes out there are not really quotes? Huh. Welcome to the Laura Creates Courses weekly podcast. I'm Laura Coulter, and I'm here to share with you insights and stories to help you develop your own effective online course. Each episode includes something for you to do and a way to interact with a community of people just like you. You can find the show notes for this and other podcast episodes at lauracreatescourses.com slash podcast slash EP and the episode number. In this episode, we're going to look at how you can use reflection to help your students make meaning from your content. I found this great quote to use for the beginning of this episode. It's attributed to John Dewey, and it goes like this. We do not learn from an experience. We learn from reflecting on an experience. The trouble is, no one seems to be able to find that quote in any of John Dewey's works. So did he say it? They did find and post a very long paragraph from one of his books in which the last three sentences seem to give that same idea. Here are those sentences from a 1933 John Dewey book. But information is an undigested burden unless it is understood. It is knowledge only as its material is comprehended. And understanding, comprehension, means that the various parts of the information acquired are grasped in their relation to one another, a result that is attained only when acquisition is accompanied by constant reflection upon the meaning of what is studied. I like the short quote better. Probably someone summarized his idea and attributed it to him as a quote, which now raises a really big question for me. How many quotes out there are not really quotes? Huh. You may have gathered that this episode is about reflection and its place in learning. Reflection is making meaning of our experiences. It allows students to review their understanding, make connections, and draw conclusions about what they learned and how it applies to them. That's big stuff. We're going to look at three ways to reflect and how they can be used in an online course. Well, in a live course too, but we're staying focused on online courses in this podcast. The first angle of reflection is where students connect the learning to themselves. Anytime a learner can connect the learning to him or herself, the memory connection becomes much stronger. There are several ways to weave in this type of reflection throughout a course. You can ask students to pause and think about a time that something similar to what you just described happened to them or someone they know. Just the act of connecting the lesson to something they know personally has strengthened the learning. You could ask them if they would have acted differently based on the new information. That's going even deeper into reflecting and connecting. Another example is to post a quote on the discussion board and ask students to connect the quote to the current learning and to themselves in some way and share that. Another possible way to reflect is to pause and ask students to place themselves in a situation and think about how they might handle it. Another angle of reflection is to have students reflect on their own learning process. 
What did they understand easily? What was harder to grasp? What made it harder to grasp? And how can that blockage be alleviated in the future? This type of reflection allows students to step back and look at themselves as a learner. If they can see patterns in where and how they get stuck, the process of generating solutions to that will eventually lead them to real change in how they learn. And that comes from inside themselves. Do you want a way to choose effective learning activities at your fingertips? Download my free ebook, Online Course Creation Made Easy, 25 Activities to Engage Your Online Learner at lauracreatescourses.com. It's designed to help you choose the right learning activity to meet your goal. That's lauracreatescourses.com. The third angle we're going to talk about is reflecting on growth and improvement. Sometimes it's really hard to see where we've made any progress when growth is in very small increments. This type of reflecting gives students a chance to see improvement. That can be very motivating. Have students compare current work to earlier work and reflect on the growth and improvements between them. The trick to this one is to not do it too early. If there are only a couple of small assignments in between the two that students are comparing, then the growth may not be evident and the student reflection may feel negative and demotivating. Reflection on growth and improvement could be done midway through the course and then at the end of the course to give opportunities to really see differences. Reflections give students the chance to sort out their questions and feelings concerning their work or their material. They can be written, audio, or video. You can choose to add a short reflection piece to the end of each assignment. Generally, a reflection is about 150 words and has a specific focus. The student responses help you understand their thinking and how they feel about their progress. If you've given an assignment where students have to write a case study, add some reflection questions at the end. Some examples could be, what was the most important lesson you got out of this case study? How do you think you'll use the information from this case study in your future work? How does this case study connect to something in your life or your plans? Setting a minimum word count reduces the number of this assignment was okay reflections. Yes, those do happen. Asking open-ended questions gives a student a place to start in the reflection. And here's a pro tip. You may want to set a maximum word limit too. I love writing reflections and could go on for pages. Protect yourself against the likes of me. I do want to caution you on one other thing. If you require students to write regular reflections, make sure the students are very clear on the benefits of those reflections to them. If students don't understand why they are doing the reflections, you will end up with more hostile reflections than you expected. I've made the mistake of not being clear on the benefit to the student and reading those reflections, expounding upon how dumb these reflections were, stung. Lesson learned. The key point I want you to remember from this episode is that reflection is a way to make meaning from experiences 
and you can build in ways to make student learning more meaningful to them. Now it's your turn. Brainstorm five reflection questions that you might insert into your course. The first three are going to be the hardest to come up with, but you should be able to flow after that. Feel free to brainstorm more than five. Then, pose two of your reflection questions in the comments. Be sure to give us context so that we can give good feedback. Read the other responses and provide feedback as needed. I look forward to reading your responses. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know by giving it a rating and sharing a screenshot on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Laura Creates Courses. Where's my coffee?